sex with these <laughs> the knowing these things. I know. It's too stressful. Okay, so today we're talking about Which Abigail Adams. Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome. We're doing I didn't realize you started. No, we're doing it. It's happening. Um not Abigail. that you have to I mean I do I, I not that you have to listen to these in order, but I do feel like we are gonna reference Martha and like if you want to know about Martha, like, just listen to the first ep. It's not that crazy. Yeah. It's, like, 45 minutes and whatever. But anyway. There's going to be a, there's themes that we're going to touch on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the beginning. These women were all buds, obviously. I mean, literally real housewives. Like, it basically was real housewives of the colonies. <laughs> what do you think Martha and Abigail, like, open and live? Oh, no. Wait. Oh, no. My mom's calling. No, I have to decline. <laughs> decline. Okay. Not now, Jer. <laughs> It's weird because, like, I thought... How does it go through your computer? I don't know. See? Technology is amongst us. Abigail and Martha did not have this problem. I will say that much. Oh, my God. M-O-M, I love you. Um, Okay. I mean, do you think, like, what would their... their Taglines be? Okay. Martha's would be... Okay, let's say. Martha's (laughs) would be, like... Um... Okay, okay. Uh, I was like, you something about like socks. Like, I'm thinking going in like a sock direction. Are you thinking? Oh, yeah, she cake? loves the socks. Oh, I'm thinking like, socks, yeah. like, socks might keep you warm, but I've got, <laughs> but I've got a six foot two hunk or something. Oh, yeah, she would definitely write Like, about I feel like it would be salacious a little yeah. bit. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, she loved those parties. She you did. She loved a party. party. Listen to episode one to learn what that <laughs> Abigail, I think, was more a little bit more like feminist icon. I can't with how great she is. Yeah. So spoiler, I literally can't. Abigail is the reason the women's march exists. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> truly. Anytime she walked, it was the women's march yeah. in New York, <laughs> in Philadelphia, in Massachusetts, and in the White House, where she was the first first lady to live in the White House. That's right. That's right. And she set up her own office in the East Wing, which oh. is where the first lady's offices right. are. So she now. started that all. Okay. We're getting her ahead of herself. I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay. Talk about where she was born. She was born in Massachusetts. Massachusetts on November 11th, 1744. So she's a Scorpio. Okay, so tell me more about this because we talked about talked why <laughs> Martha was a Gemini and yeah. like a lunatic. I think, well, Scorpio, Scorpio is a water sign, but it's like the least water of the water signs. So like it's not as, um, it's not like as sensitive as a Cancer, thank you, or um, <laughs> a Pisces maybe. Okay. And it's also not as like... Um, like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, if you think of, like, fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. Like, a, 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 a Pisces is, like, a flight. Like, they mm-hmm. just have to, like, swim away in a water. Right. A Cancer is, like, a freeze. They just have to, like, go into their shell. But okay. a Scorpio is, like, a fight, you know? <gasps> well, that like, makes so much sense. I think there's, like, a Scorpion. Like, I will, like, stand up for what I believe oh, okay. in. okay, okay. I think, I mean, I think Abigail was a perfect Scorpio. Which, I was gonna say, what she literally does. Yeah. Because... Yeah, again, we'll get into the letters. There's just so much to get into. <laughs> there is, there is, there is. So yeah, she lived on a farm in Massachusetts, I believe, with mm-hmm. her, um, I don't know, brothers and sisters, I'm assuming. Everyone had 17 kids back then. Yes, that's right. Some her survived, dad's some name didn't. was Will Smith. I just think it's important to say. I mean, so, we, there's there's really no other comment we have to make about that. But her, Will Smith. Her yeah. dad's name was Will Smith. Which is, oh, I mean, just so classic. Yeah. I just, love, I just love being in 2020 and be like, oh my God, there was a man in 1744 named Will Smith. Yeah. Duh. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. I okay. also like to imagine him spit in rhymes as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About Massachusetts. Okay. Um, so basically, 
you know, a lot of people have considered Abigail Adams like a historical figure in her own right. I think she's probably one of the most famous first ladies when you really yeah. talk about like the first ladies that you think of. Um, she is famously the first lady that your head is on in our picture, our cover art. Yes, um, because, I had to. Yeah, because she is uh, just a feminist icon. Um, she was not, she did not go to school, but she did teach herself how to read and write. And her mom and her grandmother were actually like really big advocates of making sure their daughters could read and write, yeah. even though they like weren't really allowed to go to school. Yeah, which is interesting though because they were middle class, which mm. I like. You would expect the the upper class to be right. able to read and write because you would assume they're traveling, they have the yeah. luxury and the means, like financially, to do that to get tutors or whatever it may be. So. I wonder how frequent middle class women or girls, young girls, got educated like that. I totally. Feel like that's, that I has mean, to be an odd thing in that time. Yeah, but. and you had to like, you also I think like had to have some grit in the sense that like it's like if somebody tells you like not to do something, you know, you had to really want it, right? Yeah. She had to like really want to be educated. She had to really want to learn how to read and write, and she did. And she were grateful because. Unlike Martha, who scandalously burned every one of the, All the letters. letters from George Washington, um, Abigail did not. And so there's so many letters yeah. back and forth between them. And so we actually know quite a lot about their life, which yeah. is really cool. I read some of the letters because um, the Massachusetts like Historical Society, mm-hmm. I don't know. They're all online. You can do, obviously, we do deep research for this that I'm reading it's called Abigail letters. Wikipedia. And if you could stop <laughs> insulting it, I would really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> No, I know, I know. I appreciate um, that. And the letters, she was a, a, like a very bad speller, apparently. So, I really love that. Um, yeah, because she was just, you know, penning her thoughts to, to mostly John, which you'll find out um, their correspondence when they weren't together uh, before they like actually moved to the White House. They lived in separate places. Mm-hmm. So they wrote frequently. Um, and yeah, I think she just got into the habit of, because women at this time weren't allowed to pub- publish anything. So mm-hmm. there was no women writers or essayists in papers or, you know, whatever it may be. So she was just, all the, her thoughts were either in her journals or writing letters to her husband or friend. So friends. cool. Yeah. Um, which, and she knew, I read somewhere, I don't know exactly where what page it was on, but the... Um, she kind of knew that, like, these letters could be history at some point. So I think she kept oh. them preserved. Like, Ooh. especially when John was in the White House. Right. Um, she knew at some point this was going to be history. So that's, like, kind of astute to be like, no, we love oh, wait, that. sir. Now, we love a girl who knows she's in the midst of history. Yes. I mean, that's basically us right now. Like, we know. Well, yeah. I mean, do we <laughs> ever like, say, I mean, I constantly say, like, okay, I can't believe we're living through this. Totally. Especially, like, the past four years. This year, certainly, 2020. Mm-hmm. And... I should have freaking wrote more. No, you know what I think? Well, maybe... Someone find my journal. I wrote five pages in it. It's really sad and depressed. It was like mostly in April of 2020. And I need someone to find it in five years from now. I'm like, wow, she really got it. She understood that Elise. And she smells fabulous. Well, I think about like, I don't know, just even pictures of us in masks. Like I like, I like cherish them a little bit. Cause I know that like, yeah. that's not going to, we're not going to by choice put on masks ever again. Like, yeah. and you know, so there is something to be said about like knowing you're in the midst of like 
history or something yeah. like that. So she got it. it. She totally Abby did. Abby got it. I think it's important, too, to mention that she had rheumatoid arthritis, and so she actually was quite sickly as a child, and yeah. so that was another reason why school was sort of out of the question, aside from the fact that she was a girl. Um, so shocked she survived, honestly. <laughs> I and like, she lived. like, ran a farm, because it's important. Oh, right. Like, she was, like, always on the farm working every single day. So yeah. I don't know. So like, because the they thing, were... She's just amazing. Yeah, so they lived in Massachusetts on this farm. Her father was a reverend or a minister. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Are those words synonymous? Uh, synonymous? I don't even know. Again, but like, anyway. it's, uh, you know, with the religion stuff, like, I just could not tell but you. But she was pretty conservative <laughs> yeah, oh, religiously. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um... But you know, fine. I'm not going to judge her right now. I think everyone was like a Quaker at that point, mm-hmm. which is like a pretty chill religion, her, I think. Her mother's family, though, was the Quincy's, which was like a pretty, I think they were like a pretty, um, like, I don't know if like old school, like if you could be an old school yeah. back then, but like they were definitely like old school Americans back then because the Quincy's are like, I mean, now, of course, John Quincy Adams yeah. and that, you know, because of Abigail Adams, that family is a, a lot more famous, but that was her mother's family. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So they had no slaves. So like you're saying, she worked on the farm. That's right. Um, which her, with her arthritis that we just discovered is pretty like I don't know it sounds painful yeah it sounds <laughs> awful like, I mean if there's any time to have help like not slaves but no, 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 like truly. some people you pay to help you on the farm it's it would be when, you when have... your daughter has arthritis truly so honestly truly. Will Smith rude yeah um you know get get some interns get just an apprentice help. yeah like yeah. an apprentice pay them or pay the them, boy your son Will Smith yeah it's important to know that his son's name was also Will Smith <laughs> I mean just the audacity that this reverend had <laughs> to call his son Will Smith as well. He didn't even know what was going to come up no, in the future. Millennium, iconic album, if anyone's heard. No. Uh, we have a, a mutual friend, we're just going to shout out Devin, oh, yeah, who when course. we were kids. Mutual friend, that is how we know each other. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's important to shout that out. That. that is who introduced um, us. Uh, when Devin and I were kids, like middle school, Devin loved Will Smith, so I can't wait to share this fact with her. I She's going to love, she's it. definitely so, not going to love We'll test her if she listens we, to the she podcast. Won't. <laughs> <laughs> mm, interested, Devin, but you're not listening to your two friends podcast. Okay, so... Um, so, I just want to speed up to when she meets. I know, me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. She's um, 15. <laughs> she's a child. I just really love that fact that when you were a teenage girl, you were like, are we going to wed you off, sister? We like have no soon. time for you. You're reading and writing too much. Your spelling's poor. We're going to send you off to a, a fella. Yeah. So she meets John. Um, at a party at her dad's house. They had a lifelong friend, Richard Cranch. I don't know why I said his name. There's nothing to talk about him, but I feel like we should share that. <laughs> Abigail was not yet 15, is what this book says. So it's oh, important she to know that she was 14. 14. <laughs> Do you see how they try to spin that? Like, well, she was like kind of She was not yet 15. Yeah. She was not yet 22. Yeah, no, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, and apparently John was not smitten with her right off the bat. Well, because he was 24. He was And so man. he was maybe a, trying to be a normal, Which like, not creepy like person. a little bit. hundred percent. like, I mean, I wanted to hate these men more as we talked about the ladies, but, like, George was pretty dope. I was into his yeah. horsemanship. I didn't, Let's never I didn't, forget that. No, totally. Hunk. And John now, I mean, he seems pretty smart that he's like, maybe I shouldn't be dating a 14-year-old when I was 23. <laughs> like, he got it. He knew it was weird even back then. And I appreciate that that wherewithal. Totally. I do. But yeah. he had also just finished law school. And so he just wanted to be a lawyer. And he was just going to this party probably to, like, 
be in touch with other people in Massachusetts. Who knows? Yeah. And he was like, he didn't even really have high ambitions for the presidency. No. He just wanted to be a lawyer in Massachusetts. So, I, like I mean, this like, fun like, fact whatever. that Reverend Will Smith, again, Classic. Will Smith, <laughs> didn't, wasn't into the fact that John was a lawyer, which, like, is was that not a cool profession back then? I feel like that was a pretty impressive thing. I That is interesting. I don't know. Like, maybe, why didn't you, did they not make money, maybe? Maybe they didn't make, maybe there wasn't as much drama. Right, because Abraham Lincoln was a lawyer, and he was pretty, like, Everyone knew he was poor. Like, he was, maybe he was a bad lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, you can do really bad on your LSATs and still be a lawyer. That's true. So maybe John wasn't that smart. But well, no, <laughs> well, no but, but, like, think about, like, what do lawyers deal with? Like, divorce, property. I mean, this was all stuff that just went to the men anyway. Like, what even were you going to court for? Oh, my God. All you did was show up and say, oh, wow, the white men won. Like, yeah, that that's, was that's like, so boring. That's honestly, okay, like, I hate John. I hate John again. Like, we're back to hate John. I don't care that he knew not to date a 14-year-old. It's bullshit. Okay. So John's an idiot lawyer. <laughs> he meets Abigail. He's like, ugh, she's fine. I just want to do law. Right. And then they... I I mean, when did they, like, hang out, though? Yeah. I mean, I wonder... So, this is the point when they met. Um, I think... Is the Revolutionary War popping off at this point? Or, like, what's percolated? I'm really confused on timeline. But she was already pretty political at this point. She so was, yeah. She was, I'm imagining, a very savvy... Oh, my God, that's... Like, I was gonna say, that's, like, Greta. That's, like, that... Like, that's, that like, literally how oh my old God, she that's is. Greta, yeah. <gasps> That's so young. I hope Greta doesn't get married off. No, I don't think she will. Future president of Sweden or wherever she's from. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, do you ever see that Greta documentary? Side no. note. Oh, it's really good. You I know. Watch I should it. watch it's it. It's pretty astounding, and it makes you feel like you should do something with your life, which we are. Hello. I literally just made a sweater. Like you've got to do. <laughs> Claire's had seven hobbies before I even perfected my one. But I'm not, that's that's another podcast. That's a bonus episode. <laughs> that's a bonus episode about my hobbies. Of how I have no. No talents. Shut up. <laughs> it's really upsetting. You have talents. Okay, um, we're going to keep going. Um, so yeah, so John's active in the Continental Congress. Mm-hmm. So the, the men of this time are now being like, yo, we got to get away from Britain. I'm over them. Mm-hmm. So let's all get together and, uh, you know, chit chat about how to start a war. <laughs> so I love it. Uh, they're writing stuff Just, down. Abigail's like, all right, this is my chance to get in here. I love politics. I have some pretty dope ideas, which she we're going to explain. Um, she's, you know, thinking ahead of the times. And now her and John are, I guess, dating. I don't know, talking, whatever they did at that point. Yeah. Um, so they're, she's, like, excited that he, her boo, mm. is part of the Continental Congress. Like, yeah. What a boss move. No, I mean, that's like so What's your boyfriend do? And she's, one person's like, oh, he's the mailman or the milkman. And then she's like, well, John's in the Continental Congress. (laughs) Like, I only get to see him once every four months because he's in the Continental Congress. (laughs) I can't date a guy who's in the Continental Congress. No, I mean, but would you want to date a guy that was in the Continental Congress? Okay, never mind, never mind. Yeah, like that, like, like now that would be equivalent to us dating someone who's like. Like a senator or something? Yeah, but like a state senator. Or someone who's like, no, it's not even like you're in office yet. You're someone who is like you started like a non. Well, it's like Barack Obama. It's like a like a yeah, like a community organizer. Community organizer. That is hot. Yeah, that's kind of fun because no, then truly. you like go to their little events and see them speak, and like five people are there, but he's like really rousing the crowd. Right, that's what right, I imagine right. this is. Oh. It wasn't John Adams short, so I'm imagining this like so short, short, tiny little man. If anyone wants to think about John Adams just as like a present day mm-hmm. person. Um, Paul Giamatti. I mean, really great performance. So one of HBO. my re- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Claire, obviously Claire does this. But one of our, our research uh, tools for this episode was the great HBO documentary I mean, John Adams. Don't be 
upset that each episode is 92 minutes long. <laughs> Try no. to get past that because oh it is so worth yeah. your time. Hunker down and prepare to, to watch a film each yeah. time. Um, it's a full length film. There's about eight episodes, and they're all about ninety-two minutes yeah. long. But it's worth it because there's it's just, I mean, so it goes good. through John and and Thomas's tumultuous friendship, mm. which is honestly a beautiful. I'm gonna say love story. I don't want to start another rumor, but I think Tom and John had a little crush. I know Tom was fooling around with Sally or Sarah. What was her name? Sally. 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 Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand yeah. that, but like, no, Tom and Johnson was fucked up. That yeah. guy was sucked. I mean. Can't wait to get into him next episode. <laughs> I can't believe we're even gonna have to talk about him. No, no, no. We, we'll, do, we'll do it. We'll do it. Okay. Yeah. So um, this up this documentary. <laughs> Laura Liddy plays Abigail Adams, which and she's stunning. She's iconic. Did I mean, she win an award? She had to have. I, I mean, hope she's. So. I mean, that is, that is culture for me. Like that is like yeah. my culture is like Laura Linney. Yeah, I'm as looking Abigail at this, Adams. I assume painting of Abigail, and she kind of looks like Laura Linney. No, no Laura totally. Linney, they made her look like her. Totally, so. she was amazing. She did a great job. But it's cool because in that documentary, obviously, you get to see a lot of the back and forth between John and Abigail. What was I don't know. What was uh, the only thing I will say? Oh my god, I just called it a documentary. Okay, it's not a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. It's a it's a film or a miniseries. <laughs> they did not, in fact, have cameras. <laughs> Or like, what? Wait, wait, wait! Stop, stop, stop! What is it called? Oh, a, a docudrama. Oh, that yeah. That's is that good. what it's called? Yeah. When I don't it's know like, if that's what's when like it's that. like a real story. Yeah. But yeah, like, docudrama. That must be. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Paul um, Giamatti's great. Yeah, Paul Giamatti's <laughs> great. Laura Linney's great, and it really does show their back and forth. Although I will say, what's interesting is I was noticing that like. There's some, they have back and forth, but John Adams is very like, you know, he was a very, um, I don't want to say sure of himself guy, it seems, but he does seem like he was like taking no prisoners. Like he just said what he wanted. You know what I mean? All those men were, okay, we're talking about the fucking men. (gasps) All those men. And they're so loud. There's so much yelling in this show. Yeah. And they were just so, I mean, they all had this idea to break away from Britain, to start a country, to start a government. So you had to have a little bit of an ego. I mean, I think even That's Barack true. Obama says that, like, That's at some true. point in his yes. his public life, was like, mm-hmm. if you're going to run for president, you have an ego, mm-hmm. which yeah. is obvious. So, but the point to bring this back to Abigail is, so they were together while he was developing this country. Yes. She was writing to him. They were continuing talking. So they were partners in this. At one point, mm-hmm. he tells her, I'm so glad we're in this together. So mm-hmm. while he's given these ideas to, you know, Hamilton and Jefferson and Franklin, and played by amazing people in this docuseries, <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> it's amazing. The guy who plays Thomas Jefferson is hot. No, he's ben so Ben Franklin hot. is played by some actor who I don't know. But Definitely wasted the whole time. Ben I mean... Franklin, Maybe bonus episode on Ben Franklin. Yeah, no, no, I know he's not a woman and was never president, but <laughs> so couldn't have been, have been a first lady or had a first lady. But he was a womanizer, a, and I mean, like a moderate, like and like you know what I mean. Like all that's he did was fuck so around crazy. in France and like do drugs. I'm and he wanted sure. he like wanted to play the middle of the road, which is like what was so crazy. And I think that that's what was kind of cool about John Adams is that like yes, yeah, some of his the things that we're going to talk about with Abigail. They're obviously, like, people of their time, but, like, they had revolutionary ideas. Like, I think that, like, Ben Franklin kind of just wanted to, like, yeah, make everyone get along. And it was, like, BF, bro. Ugh. Like, that's going to happen. He was both sides in it before he, Fox News. No. <laughs> and I, they don't even both sides it. Whoever both sides it. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Oh. I mean, like, 
he was the first. And I think that, yeah, there's, in the, in the, <laughs> what's it called when it's like the two circles? Oh my the God. Venn the Venn diagram? In the Venn diagram of Matthew McConaughey and Ben Franklin. It's basically <laughs> yeah. just a circle. It's basically yeah. just a circle. Yeah. <laughs> so upsetting. Okay, I love that. Um, so, anyway, back to Abigail. So, you, this was a perfect segue though. So, you were saying the revolutionary ideas. One of the biggest ones comes from mm-hmm. Abigail herself. Claire, I'd like you to, because this is like okay. your favorite I love this comment. quote. Yes, she says, this is from a letter. She yeah. says, um, I desire you would remember the ladies and be more generous and favorable to them than your ancestors. And then she goes on and she said, wait, where's the part that I love though? We'll get to it later if we can't find it. Where she talks about how men are always tyrants. Yeah, so it's, here, it's in the front. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead. And the new code of laws, which I suppose it will be necessary for you to make. So she's just like, we got to make laws, I guess, yeah. fine. <laughs> I desire you would yes. remember the ladies and be more generous and favorable to them than your ancestors. So remember the ladies. That's like the, the name of this letter that the historians call it. Do not put such unlimited power into the hands of their husbands. Remember, all men would be tyrants if they could. If they could, I mean, that's right. She that's could not right. Spell it out more no. simple than like I'm a feminist. That word doesn't exist, but that's what I am. Yes. Yep. And men and the patriarchy are terrible tyrants. tyrants. Men can use that word in 17 whatever year this was. Yeah. Yeah. 75, yeah. 74. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, they're Truly. already fight like they're literally fighting tyrants right now. That's the whole point of starting this country. And she's like, men in general are tyrants. <laughs> Wait, let me finish. Okay. Yeah, so go if on. particular care and attention is not paid to the ladies, we are determined to foment a rebellion. Okay. Hashtag women's march. <laughs> Again, come on. Starting the women's march. Stop. Love it. And we oh, and will not hold ourselves bound by any laws in which we have no voice or representation. The threat. I mean, this is a country song about murder and a man. No, like, I she mean, literally <laughs> wrote this. That's what that is. It's important to know that the new Taylor Swift album came out yesterday and Elise is in a really intense place. I, I will, just think I will really anything to Evermore. Stream it. Buy it now. Um, and it took nine albums, but Taylor finally committed murder on it. And I'm just... And Abigail, you know what? She was committed murder with her words. She was. Just like Taylor. I know. So many years ago. So, so once again, thank you, Abigail, for just being the first feminist icon. I mean, but it's so I'm crazy too because quote. because you know she was pushing for this representation. She was pushing for these this voice, you know, and. I don't know. It's like when you go back and read the Constitution, like not actually, like not that much got put in there about that. Well, that's what really ticks me off. So I'm back to Hayden John. Yeah. I forget the nice <laughs> things I said about him. So like here she has this, remember the ladies, men are tyrants and they suck. And if you don't, we're like not going to follow your dumb rules anyway because fuck right. you. Right. Which, I mean, me paraphrasing, but yep. love that. <laughs> and now here's John who's in the Continental Congress, has all his bros around him. He was pretty influential. Yeah. You know, as dickish as Ben was. He listened to him, whatever. They mm-hmm. all wrote this constitution. Do you think he mentioned this? I don't think so. He clearly ignored her. No. He did not bring this up <laughs> with his friends over their whiskey. Rude. I mean, and that's, I guess, like... Jerk. Yeah, I mean, and it was... I think that when you start to see Abigail's influence is more in the presidency you know when you talk about like people said like you know she was the first female president like people talk about that all the time they called her mrs president when they finally moved to the white house so she's the first lady to to move when john uh 
is finally president at some point, I think 1800. Yeah. The White House was a thing, so they got to move in. So they called her Mrs. President. So yeah, everyone knew she was really influential in John's life. He mm-hmm. knew that. Mm-hmm. I just wish he actually used her ideas a little bit more. Like, was he just yes her to death? Like, yeah, hon. Yeah, well, great yeah. Idea, I mean, I wonder though, because you could only, right, like he, you could only do it so much. I mean, when you think about, when we think about like just, if we're just comparing the two, Martha and Abigail, yeah. it's like, Martha had like no interest in policy, no interest in politics, no interest in that. And it's like, that felt a little bit safer. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I'm curious, like how many women were actually into this stuff and how many women actually were like going to make noise about it? Because I think it's rare. I think that's the point. Like, you know, Abigail and Martha were friends, obviously just because their husband's paths cross so much. And, I mean, I get. I guess it's with any movement. If if there's more than one person speaking about it, it there, it's going to be a movement and not right. just someone you know right. yabbering at, on some soapbox. So if if all these men had women in their lives who were like, "Hey, remember the ladies," maybe <laughs> they would <laughs> totally. But if there was totally. just one poor Abigail who's just like, "Hey, can you like give me some rights?" <laughs> you know, like how about we throw in some you know freedom of choice here? Well, yeah, I know. Like, crazy and maybe idea. it was all just like I mean I know he was in the Continental Congress, but maybe it was all just to make like John's life a little bit more exciting as a lawyer because remember like you just want to be a lawyer what were they fighting over if everything went to the men like why do you even need lawyers know, so maybe yeah. Abigail was like okay we give rights to women John's life gets more exciting Ooh, like, yeah. I mean tactical <laughs> I kind of like it no I think no I think and this uh, 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 this comes up in other like with other first ladies Abigail really like thought that the like kind of wanted him to be president like they get married yeah. oh another cool thing about Abigail is like in Massachusetts, and you see this in the HBO show, um, people were coming to her house on like a regular basis to like ask her what was going on in Philadelphia because nobody she knew because she was getting all this correspondence, <laughs> and she could like talk about it in a way that felt like I don't want to say like I don't mean intelligent as if like other people couldn't talk yeah. about it intelligently, but I think that she was just very informed and yeah, very she was curious, and she was well versed. I think if she, she liked the topic so much, she was obviously educating herself on it. Yeah, so there's this like one scene in the movie where voice. like where like there's like gunshots and like crazy things, and then of course <laughs> in the it, town, yeah, like oh. in in wherever they live in Massachusetts, yeah. and of course it like starts pouring rain, it's like classic like pouring rain, Typical. and people are and she, Abigail's like in huddled with her four children because John's in Philadelphia and. A guy, like, a, a guy from the town, like, a main, maybe he's, like, the mayor. I don't know. Like, a guy from Maine. Someone who should know Like, a main guy in the town, like, knocks on her door. And she's like, hi, I'm trying to save my four children from gunshot. Like, can you not come and talk to me right now? Like, what he's is He's like, happening? but ma'am, I need to know what John said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, go. Like, get out of here. Like, what is happening? So, anyway, she was really, like, tuned into all this. So, yeah. all of that to say, eventually John, um becomes the vice president for George Washington. Yeah, so I mean, this must have really excited her because she was like in the mix now. How yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. You, you know, are dating this guy who just wanted to be a lawyer. He then was invited to the Continental Congress. He's literally shaping your nation that you're you're trying to make and your government. So fun. And now he's vice president. Boom, you're second lady. Yep. Let's, fun. let's do this. Especially if you're into it. Second like, lady is like that's being so Prince awesome. Harry. You know yep. you're never going to be <laughs> Prince. You kind of get to fuck around. I mean, Unless you're Jill Biden. I mean, think about it. <gasps> Dr. Jill Biden. I cannot wait to she, get to I Dr. Jill Biden. I know. <laughs> um, there's so 
so many future first ladies. I can't like Reagan. We I mean we'll get to all of Reagan like briefly because I just I'm obsessed with the Reagans right now. They suck. Yeah, but um. Where was I going with that? We're talking about um, she gets to be second lady. Yeah, she's so excited. Yes. I mean, that's pretty exciting. Yes. So she has Martha, you know, doing whatever Martha's doing, making mm-hmm. her cakes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Abigail's like, all right, now I have, like, a voice in this. Yeah. And I get to work with John, you know, secretly on the side because we can't let people know that women are, like, you know, talking to their husbands about these things. Um, so that's kind of exciting. I'm, like, excited for her. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, oh, and then it says, and I love, we love this. She was vice president for eight years. At one point, Abigail moves to New York just because she wanted to. Oh, yeah. So John's in Philadelphia still, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. making a government or whatever he's doing. Yeah. And But she, they, like, get a beautiful house on Hudson, and she's just kind yeah, of, like, I living her best life. She loves that New York is, like, cultural and she can come and she and it's political I mean it's every I mean come on you don't have to sell New York to us but it's like she just loves New York eventually she does move to Philadelphia um and then she spends you know she she spends a lot of time in Philadelphia together with him there's not a lot of letters from this time because they were of course like together in Philadelphia when he was vice president um but it is sorry I want to go back to letters no of course <laughs> like obviously mail takes a while in general, but like back then it must have taken a long Can't time. Imagine. Like, and it says they were writing like one to two a week. Like so by the time okay, you got what the news, is that? Yes. It I know. That's <laughs> like there's a whole paragraph about like a sad story, trigger warning. She has a baby, um, and the the baby dies in, in infancy, like yeah. I guess a few days after she gave birth to it. So she's writing this letter, like, Oh my god, John, I'm so psyched to come giving birth, like labor starting, you know, so and so is coming. But then the baby dies. So, he, so but he sad. gets this letter, and the baby's bored. Oh my god! And then she's like, "Oh, I gotta write another letter to you." Like, just kidding. That's <laughs> like so terrible. crazy. I yeah. know that's awful. That's so awful. I'm just, I'm, I'm shocked by that whole. Yeah, that this is, is how they communicated for so long because they lived. Talk in about not being point. late. I mean, we were just talking about text messages. Like, <laughs> what? Claire like, can't respond yeah. to a text message within an hour. I, I mean, this is your time. You would have thrived. You would have loved this. I would have been just like doing puzzles yeah. and making sweaters all day. Okay, um, but yeah, so she is in Hudson, and then she finally moves to Philadelphia to live with him, and she becomes really close with Martha Washington at this point, which is really cool. You know, like, she, you know, they had social events, and she would, Abigail, like, to go to the social events, and, you know, she, apparently, she and Martha just, like, got along really well, which is cool, because, you know, they were really different, (coughs) excuse me, people. Like, Abigail was really a Opposed to slavery, Martha was like not. I mean, could you imagine <laughs> no. Abigail walking into no. these ridiculous dinner parties that Martha's throwing? No, which Martha did no work because she loves her slaves. I know. And then here's I Abigail, know. who's an abolitionist, and she's like, "Whoa, <laughs> this is problematic." <laughs> like, how upsetting <laughs> that she had to pretend. I mean, this is some housewife shit. Like, no, I it really to, is. I don't. I, need to oh, I love these the- ladies in this like you know superficial. No, this is view, such a good like but, oh quote by one of the people who like uh, add to the Abigail chapter. She says one of the things ju- she did just after this is talking about Abigail. One of the things she did just after she knew John was going to be elected president is she wrote to Martha asking her <laughs> about how to be a first lady and about etiquette and how she would carry it out. And Martha wrote back and said. You know inside yourself how to behave. <laughs> Martha had no time to give advice. And also Martha 
would give terrible advice. She'd be like, get a hundred slaves. Um, have no idea get how to make a cake. a hundred eggs. <laughs> yeah. like, Always have a hundred eggs on hand. Uh, make sure that they go out in the cold to make ice cream constantly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we can say, though, this is the most, this is one of the more positive um, interpretations of the presidency from the first ladies. Uh, she's called it a splendid misery, which, again, more positive than you'll hear. Which is shocking, because that totally. sounds very depressing. I mean, that's yeah. a Taylor Swift song right there. I cannot wait for her to write it in her probably third secret album. Don't worry about it. What if Tay found out about this pod and then she just started like... She writes about it? Using this as like her inspo for the songs. Honestly, it makes me weep. Like, <laughs> that's really emotional. Like, I can't even talk about it because I'm, I'm still digested evermore. It's just, okay. like, too much. But, okay. yeah, so it's Misery. Can't wait for Taylor to write that song. Okay. That's what um, she calls the presidency. I just a splendid love misery. that. Even just the second woman we're on and, you know, what we know about the, the future women we'll speak about, they all hate the presidency <laughs> they, like, so can't much. take it. Like, and she was stoked. Like, this is Dope. Yeah, and this is her Abigail being, loved like, politics. She yeah. was super psyched to be the second lady. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Super psyched to be first lady. And yeah. then she's like, wait, 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 this is insane. <laughs> I regret what I said. I don't want to do this. She doesn't even go to stay with her husband for a while. No, she, she didn't go to the inauguration either, no. which I find funny because as we're in this moment of like, who's going to go to the She Joe was Biden's with her sick kid, though. Her yeah. sick kid oh, was, was dying. Her mom was sick. Oh, her mom. Her mom was her dying. Her mom was sick, which, good for her for living so long. No, literally. Um, no, John's mom was sick. Oh, <laughs> I mean, everyone's dying. They all are dying. Wait, but like, that's so crazy. Like, she Everyone's sick. Oh my God. So she's like, I can't go to your inauguration. No. Which honestly, like, did they, I mean, did but they have the balls? But then she gets sick. No, I'm sure they didn't have balls. Right. And also, let's not forget, she has arthritis this whole time. And then she gets really sick in 1798 because, as we know, autoimmune disorders, they, like, they kick up. And when you're stressed, they, like, go nuts. That's, like, what the worst thing is for those kinds of things, I think. You know what? Okay. This just proves women are the strongest fucking people on this planet. Because she had arthritis. She's writing a goddamn letter every two (laughs) weeks to John, who doesn't know how to do his job without her, obviously. She has carpal tunnels, as far as I'm concerned. She's in so much pain. His parents are dying. The kids are probably sick. Yeah. Assholes as well. We know that John Quincy problematic. She's got the the sister or the daughter-in-law comes to live with them. Sally at one Sally. point. Played by, I don't know if you know this from the docuseries, Meryl Streep's daughter. I just want to put that. Oh, we love that. Together. I love that. Okay. So anyway, she's got a house full of kids and people. And people. And, and she's, she's trying sick. to maintain. Oh my God, this woman. I mean. And her husband is president. I mean. And, and it's like, it always seems, and I don't know, like, okay, because I do have an issue with people who want things to be difficult in their yes. lives. <laughs> Sounds like there's a train outside my house, and I'm so confused because there's not train tracks near here. <laughs> That's very fun. So strange. Okay. But I do feel like I'm curious, like, we love Abigail, but I'm curious if she, she, like, wanted things to be hard sometimes because she doesn't seem to, like, ask for help a lot. Yeah. Well, she we know she's, seem... like, she's under, she understands this whole history bit, so maybe she just, like, loved the drama and she was like, let's write this down. Yes. Maybe she Talk wanted to it to be. about like... how hard this is. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in paper. Like, let's write this down. You know she was, like, having these conversations with I John face-to-face she's like, write this down. Yeah. I, like, this I know. Yeah. And it's, like, not recorded because no I kind of like they, I know but anyway so yeah so John's president and yes. I, I also like this little anecdote that um obviously John and, and Thomas Jefferson were were buddies uh during the Continental Congress sort of if, I mean Thomas Jefferson had such an attitude every time we say Continental Congress <laughs> <laughs> like we've said that word a million times but obviously they they both wanted to be the second president yes the way it worked back then which is just hysterical to me is if you lost you became vice president which yeah 
just imagine if that was our system now. No, seriously. Imagine Hillary Clinton being vice president <laughs> to the bum who's leave it off. Like, well, I mean, I guess like how, it, it wasn't a two-party system yet. No, it was. Uh, well, so it's like, so it's like if you had, because because that's kind of what happened. Yeah. If like if it was just a democratic system, like or just like because I mean Kamala was really close, and then like. Yeah. Biden chose her to be vice president. I mean, right. no. So I guess, it's, well, because at this point, but they're different parties. So Thomas Jefferson, oh. I forget the name of his party. A federalist? He, yes, federalist. A federalist. And then yeah. John is a, de- or Democrat, Republican. Republican. They were combined. I know, it's all yeah, conservative. Yeah, it, it is. But anyway, it's not the way we see our two parties now. So yes, that would have been Thomas crazy. is, insane. Thomas is VP, and they were all buds at one point, but now Thomas and John, which, since they're from different parties, they're starting, their friendship is starting to have a fallout. Friendship or relationship, who knows. What? Are starting <laughs> to have a fallout. That's so dumb. And Abigail's be... in the middle, because she was friends with she Thomas She was friends Jefferson with too, Thomas. Which I kind of yes. liked that. Well, I can't I think... imagine a woman at that time being buzzed with a man. And I like that they yeah. were friends. I don't know why. I just imagine them like going for a cute little walk. Well, it's important too to know that politics. Thomas Jefferson was younger than John Adams, so maybe they were just like Instantly. closer yeah. in age or something. I don't know. Even what? Even I forget that she was fourteen. So she's twenty-one at this yeah. point, and she's like John's the only person my age in this mess. Ben Franklin's decrepit. I know. Martha's ninety-seven. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas is her only friend. Understandable. But she's got to, you know, she sides with John. She's well, a good yeah, wife. She is. She's a good, yeah. But, okay, so this is when international issues start to, like, really set in. Draw you thought that. that the Revolutionary War was an international you issue. Silly, you silly, thought. silly But no, no, no. So this is gets crazy because just to give a little background, the French helped the United States in the Revolutionary War. They were like our bros. Like, yeah. And, helped? They said a lot of soldiers. Yeah, no, they, they, they won. They won the war. They won the war. They won the war for us. Yeah. You're right. And we are so grateful. Like, French toast, French fries. Like, I just I love it all. I imagine that's how French fries became a thing. 100%. Right? I love it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ooh, French toast. I love French toast. <sighs> what do you like better? Pancakes, waffles, or French toast? So, Elise, it's, that's enough. <laughs> enough of that. Enough of these lunatic questions. <laughs> No, waffles, obviously. <laughs> what do you like better, French toast or French fries? Oh. I know. <laughs> See, now, I think a lot of people are going to expect me to say French toast because I love desserts. And French toast is a dessert. I don't. It's a breakfast, but also a dessert. Yeah. But there's nothing I love more than, like, going to a bar after work, getting a cocktail, oh. and some French fries. <gasps> yes, people don't talk about that enough the just casual french fry and like and french fries have really i mean they didn't have this during the war i'm assuming but like a truffle french fry fuck me i know i know that does mess me up that messes it up and nothing's better than a french fry at 3 a.m at a diner no literally nothing okay it's important to mention that french fries were invented in belgium but okay we're gonna move past yeah they're a belgian (laughs) they're belgian Insane. What? Yeah. Wait, do you remember after <laughs> Sort of Dark 9-11, there was oh, like a movement? Sort where... of Dark. <laughs> no, like, I didn't mean to bring up like a dark moment. No, I know. I just but... love it. It's like, you're like, it might affect you. <laughs> kind of a, a hard time in America. Um, seriously, I don't mean to laugh at that. Um, but there was a whole movement, which this is the ridiculous part, to, to, yes. to call French fries freedom fries. Freedom fries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The French didn't attack us, you fucking idiots. I, oh, God. I hate 
some people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say who. You know what we I'm can't talk about that. Okay, but anyway, to get back to it. Yeah, well, how do we... France is helping us. France is helping us with Revolutionary War, like, in a major way. Like, yeah. this is, like, if you're, like, hey, buddy, my car broke down. Can you come and help me? And someone sends you a limo. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's literally <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, okay, yeah. didn't expect this, but thank you. Or just, like, buys you a new car. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just, like, okay, this is awesome. Here, wait, here, use this. So, so... France helps us out a lot. And then at a point, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, like all of these like high sort of political figures from America, from the new colonies, are going over to France and just like broing out. And they start becoming friends with like lots of people in France. And so there's kind of this movement from what I understand to like have French in America like be not one, but like just be like buddy, buddy, buddy. Now, right. No reason why we shouldn't be necessarily, but I think that people in the colonies were getting a little nervous that France was going to infiltrate and try and, like, make make the colonies part of France, right? Right. Isn't that, like, and kind of what's going on? The French are trying to break away from Britain at this point, too. They were having right. a little beef. Right. Because remember, Claire and I learned this on a ghost tour. That's Thomas right. Paine, at one point, <gasps> goes to oh France, gosh, that's right. starts talking these crazy ideas about <laughs> revolutions, like a lunatic, and they're like, oh, maybe we should revolt, too. We're going to kill our king. That's right. Oh, yeah, right. they don't want to give it to Britain. Sorry, they want to kill their king. Get they want to go. They, the revolutionaries are yeah, starting to Yeah, because they have up. a monarchy yes. at this point. So the French people are like, oh, wait, if America can do this, get rid of their, their king, Let's get rid of our king. That's right. So now the That's French right. are like, hey, buds, yeah. we helped you so much. How about you send some people and help us? Yes, yes, and yes. And make you French fries and yeah. French toast. Yes. Now, Thomas Jefferson's like, let's get into this war. Let's we got to help them. They helped us. Yes. Logical. I, I get mean, it. I understand. Good neighbor kind of vibes. But John is like, fuck like, this. No. Absolutely not. We just got out of a war. We're fixing our debt. We all know that drama from Hamilton play once again. My yes. Other favorite resource. <laughs> uh, you know, they're trying to build the, their own treasury. There's drama between the North and the South already with yes. who's getting debts and money paid off in slaves. So this is where the beef really starts now in America. So mm-hmm. they have this John who is in his infancy of his presidency mm-hmm. is uh, uh, deciding if they're going into this war, which I didn't find this in our research, but I wonder how Abigail felt about this. Because she was really digging the American Revolution. She was into it. She's like, we should have a monarchy. I support this war fully. She made I bullets think she, for the soldiers at one she point. Made, didn't she? Yeah. she melted down silver she's, in her house to make she's bullets. She's making bullets. She is I mean, crazy. I mean, this woman. Support your I mean, truly, like, Martha, you can make socks, but Abigail is melting silver and creating I bullets. Mean, like, there is, like, there is this, that's, like, a perfect metaphor for the difference in these women. Yes, like, yeah. one of them is knitting socks. The, that's, like, you. Like, I'm knitting sweaters. You're, like, donating jackets. Like, I, it, it, <laughs> yeah. to be fair, like, that is the difference between you and I. That is the difference between <laughs> Abigail yeah. and... So I wonder, I, I didn't find this answer, so I'm sorry I'm bringing it up. I don't have an answer for you people. But I wonder how Abigail felt about it. Um, I think she just was really stoked on her husband. And I think she was really into, I think she was into what he, because basically what happens is they put together the alien and sedition. Yeah, I was going to bring that. So, and that is sort of where we're headed with all of this, which is so in, it, they, yeah. So that, why don't you, do you want to explain what that is? The yeah, alien so at this point, yeah. the, the, media press in america they're talking some nasty shit on the adams administration yes they're over the nonsense that's happening well because can you imagine thomas jefferson was the vice president and he's also talking shit stop so okay so <laughs> do you think now politics like 
I'm trying to think of like what someone said, but like you know, there was when there's like a kerfuffle in the press. Yes. Where, like, Ooh, look like you know, so and so said about this senator, like behind the scenes or whatever. They t- openly talk shit no. in papers. They wrote op eds like signed Thomas Jefferson that called John Adams like a nymph, like short <laughs> freak. Like they like really like were mean to each other. Oh so it's pretty God. hysterical. So. The Adams administration had this great idea, let's write the Alien and Sedition Act. So it was basically this big piece of legislation that had main focus were immigration laws, which like was basically saying that immigrants couldn't become citizens, which kind of a jerk because aren't they all immigrants yeah, at this point? Yeah, 100%. Like, so we I, had immigration uh, problems <laughs> from the very beginning. All right, Adams, we get it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so they were, they hated that. Um, they wanted to be able to deport or imprison non-citizens. Dramatic. <laughs> Once again. So drama. Yes. And then the sedition part, yes. which is what Abigail really loved, shockingly, um, was that you can't, you know, this was said in more, in better language, but you can't talk shit about <laughs> the government <laughs> publicly. So all these journalists who are writing, you know, I mean, reporting, I would say, facts on the administration. Yeah. And the Sedition Act was like, uh, no, no you no, cannot no. speak the truth yes. in the public. Yes, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. So John was, was deciding if we should sign this, if this was proper. Abigail, shockingly, <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, babe. <laughs> you got to cut this that. nonsense <laughs> out, and we need to sign this. Yeah, So she yeah. was really into the Alien Sedition Act, and mm-hmm. I think, I, I mean, I'm, this is me theorizing on her life. I... I I want to assume it was to protect her husband, who she loves so much, and right. maybe her family, and you know his administration. She again, she wanted to. She loved the idea of the government. She wanted to protect what they were building, mm-hmm. and naturally, I guess that was where they went. Was like, don't let people speak the truth. <laughs> I know, but it's so crazy because it's also like. Didn't they just write the Constitution? Like, didn't they just write the Constitution? It's like freedom yes. of speech? Because that's what Literally. happened. If you talk shit on the king, yeah. you would get in so much trouble. And it's like, I don't know. People, it's, it's so hard because it's like freedom of speech is such a tricky thing. And yeah. it's like the second I think people's feelings get hurt, we try and like bandage that up. And of course, this is like a much larger issue. There's a lot that's been written about freedom of speech and there's a lot that's been talked about. But it's like, you know, freedom of speech yeah. When it works in your favor, you really like it. And when it doesn't, you tend to just say, like, no, that's that's hate speech or that's something. You know, this and that. And I obviously know that there is, um, there is hate, hate speech is a thing. Yeah. Um, and it can, and it does really har- harmful things. But I think it's just interesting how we, I mean, even today, the interpretation of freedom of speech is so flawed. And, yeah, and, and like, guess- the, and this, and, like, you know, Alien Sedition Act, like, this was so early on, and they were like, oh, say, my God, like, like, this is the, such drama. the first problem I mean, they had with like, the, like, like, <laughs> the Constitution's, like, wet still from the ink. Like, yeah. it's like, it is not even dried. And they're like, nah, I don't think so, actually. Actually, they got to ban this speech thing, because people are kind of mean. Yeah, people are mean. <laughs> well, also, it. Jefferson was into these, which is interesting, because he was, I think he was more into the sedition part, like yeah. you're talking about, because I think he also was, like, I don't want people to talk shit on me. Yeah, because he but, knew he was going to be the next president. Yeah, like, he, he did. had to be. He did. At this point, I think And he talked so much crap because he knows he's going to run. And he was basically, like, it's kind of crazy. He basically used the four-year Adams, um, like, term to 
pub like publicly like like trash him trash him so that he could run the next yeah. time you know what i mean like i don't know that's that's just like what i i right just so crazy. at this point yeah i'm i just wanted to quickly check date yeah. so at this point it's uh, towards the end of mm-hmm. adam's administration which he's only a one-term president so and they do move into the white house yeah in 1800 so they only yeah. lived there a year because he ended in 1801 which like that kind of sucks yeah but um so he is uh you know, I don't know how long campaigns were back then or when they started prepping for, like, their general <laughs> elections. Like, you know, every, like, we're talking about 2024 already here. But, um, so I, I'm imagining Thomas Jefferson was, like, percolating No, out. I think he was campaigning yeah. people for years. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, classic. <laughs> oh, cannot wait to get into her bullshit. Whatever, like, Martha, her name is, love her. I know, I know. She's I'm ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, so she, uh, Abigail, Into the Alien Sedition Act, um, and so they move into the White House, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty cool. So she's the first, they're the first family to live in the White House. And um, she says it was miserable. <laughs> shockingly, she hated it. Wait, what was, what's the Taylor Swift song that I love? Splendid Misery. Splendid Misery, yeah. Um, just, it's just that, like, she had to do, like, I think that they move into the White House and it's, like, this enormous house. And, yeah. you know, Abigail wasn't actually into, like, having people... Like having a lot of servants or yeah. having cook or any and of that stuff. I forget, there's slaves. <laughs> and Abigail hates slavery. Hates and she's like, they're like, here's this giant house with probably a hundred people, black people, yeah. who are going to help you. So and Abigail's she's like, shocked. She's like so appalled by all of them. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't want to make them do anything. So she ends up like gathering wood for firewood for oh this God. giant house. Yeah. She ends up like doing everything basically. Well, well in because the show, <laughs> docuseries on HBO. Yeah. <laughs> docuseries. I love that yeah. it makes it sound like it is a documentary. Like it is. <laughs> She's work. manual labor. Ironing a Again, lot. rheumatoid arthritis. Really flaring up at this point, uh, no doubt. No I mean, doubt. this poor woman is in pain. <laughs> did like, did they have acupuncture back then? No. Probably not. She's in so much pain. And she's ironed every time you see her. Every time you see her, the woman has an iron in her hand. Which she's probably planning to melt it down and make bullets out of it later. I mean, like, how many irons It was just a hunk go? of iron, honestly. Like, it's literally a hunk of iron that was like, probably really hot. How many... Because, like, there was no special... Co- okay, so she had no fingerprints. No <laughs> fingerprints. She had burned off all of Our first feminist icon was just, like, tortured herself the whole time because she just, like, had to do yeah, all Yeah, welcome work. to being a W-O-M-A-N-N. Insane. So, yeah, she hates the White House. Yeah, well, she doesn't hate it. it. It's just, like, a, you know, a hunk of a mask. It's just a mask, she, yeah. I like this part. I don't... She quotes, Georgetown is a swab. Apparently it wasn't built up. It's literally a swab. She's so over it. It affected the way she entertained. It affected her entire role as first lady. Yeah. She was limited what she could do in that drafty, cold, uncomplete house. (laughs) I mean, did they truly ask these people to move into a... Like, I'm imagining it. Obviously, it didn't look like the way it does now. But, like, it was was probably really, like... Not only unfurnished, but like yeah, drafty and like I mean, just so big, like rickety. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate because the the White House does get burned down in oh right Dolly Madison. Very yeah. Oh. So I know, know she's amazing, but oh, this poor house has come through it. No, so but, people but, come but in talking on it, <laughs> and then it gets lit on fire and stuff in like you know eight years at this point. Yeah, I guess Terrible. it's just like. We don't actually even know what this house looked like back in the day. I mean, I'm sure we could find pictures sure. of it, but it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. But I think it's important to mention because I know we've talked a lot about like Abigail and like politics and all this, but she was kind of, I don't know, she, I don't know if forced is the right word, but already Martha in the eight years that she had 
been first lady prior yeah. had set this precedent for like parties and yeah. keeping the house nice and all of this stuff and it's like Abigail could not be less interested in no, that. No, she wanted to like go talk she shop wanted with to John. like yeah, she wanted to have her office in the East Wing yeah. and she wanted to I like love, love it. But it's just interesting because it says like Abigail continued to do the parties and she continued to make the yeah. house beautiful as much as she could and it's just like oh my god like so once again the woman's taken on all the emotional labor on top of this so not only is she trying to do things she loves which like you know get women's rights yeah um (laughs) like not Not have have the tyrants like (laughs) be like i know just try to take down the man not have slaves she's ironing constantly and throwing parties because she has to keep up with she whatever the first to. lady did. You right. Know, the first first lady. Martha. And Elise is lots of air quotes here. Yeah, I'm air quotes There's everything. like air quotes everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was kind of forced to to make it her own, but also take on, you know, the downfall of being the second person in this job is you had to kind of do with Martha did. Well, and, and people are talking shit on you. Constantly. I mean, and the downfall of being like the. 40th person to do this job or the 41st person to do this job. It's like, it all builds on itself and that's what's so crazy and it's like, you don't think about how these traditions and these like pretty archaic things that we just like, not even expect but just like are. Yeah. And it's like, people couldn't even say like, Abigail's, like they couldn't even handle it Eight, after eight years of the job, Abigail might do it differently. Let right. alone three hundred. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's God, just the weight brutal. of it. It's just I know. Stressing I, me out. I know. It's so true. So thank God Abigail only had four years of this nonsense. Seriously, John apparently was a terrible president. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson came in and was like, "I'm going to run anyone." Like, anyone. Yeah. So electoral votes were counted. John won like none of them. Like it was really <laughs> embarrassing for everyone. I mean, who knows what they even did that night? Like I just can't even imagine. Poor Paul Giamatti. I know. Seriously. Um. um but he was like, I mean, he was excited to go back to the farm. He didn't, yeah. he didn't, I, again, this is what's so crazy is like, I don't even think he ever wanted this job. Like, I just like, he don't. He just wanted to be a lawyer. Like, he just wanted to be a chill lawyer yeah. in Massachusetts. And I, I, I guess my question is like, how do you, why not put your foot down at some point? About not being president? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. You like, I mean. I guess you, you know, can say that. I think that Abigail really wanted him to be. Yeah, which I kind of like. That. Which is Lady Bird Johnson too. It's the same crap. She was vice president, second lady, Ten. and then bumped up the first yeah, president. Oh, I know. But they she wanted her husband the, to be president. Yeah. Anyway. So I love the idea that they. But they, it's important. Sorry, I, the, I keep interrupting. But I no. guess I guess it's just like the only way that a woman, even in Lady Bird Johnson's time, could express herself politically was like through her. It husband. had to be through the husband, which is it had in, to be. So it's like infuriating. Abigail wanted to be president. Yeah. Not John. Oh. I mean, how different do you think the... I mean, this is, like, not even in the no, realm of No, it's not. I, I can't even. Like, I can't even. if a woman was pres- the second president. Stop. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. And Abigail Adams, of all people. Because it's one thing, like, Martha, she would... I don't think that would have gone well. Terrible. No, yeah. that would have been the Veep scene where uh, <laughs> What's-Her-Face is yelling at Selena Meyer to be like, we're never going to have another woman president because we tried it and it was so bad. <laughs> Like, it would have been that scene in 1750. No, aside from the alien sedition thing, which, again, I think Abigail was just feeling a little sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> I think she would have crushed it. 
She would have yeah. crushed it. She would have crushed it. Gosh, but it's cool because we do have all these letter- letters, and I think that, like, at the end of the day, we can sit here and say with confidence that she would have crushed it. Yeah. So. I want to frame that Remember the Ladies one. We need to find that and, like, get a printed and frame I it. I love that. I know. Remember the Ladies. <sighs> and we're still asking for that today. That's the thing. It's like this shit gets stuck in time. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I just love it. Um, let's see. Oh, this is, sorry, this was funny. It was, they, yeah, she, uh, oh, okay, so they do develop some type of uh, attachment issues, it does seem. <laughs> they were very happy to be together. Abigail refused to go visit her daughter because she said, I can't leave John. This is uh, after the presidency when they're, like, in retirement. Oh, my God. And so, so they, they're, oh. they live away together. Or yeah. they're, they're living together. They love that they're together. She can't leave. I know. But this is Right, she says to her daughter, "I can't come see you." And right because of her daughter, I'm laughing again. It's the terrible scene. Her daughter has a. I'm thinking one of like the first mastectomies is the vibe I got from the yes. docu series. Yeah, because she is breast cancer. She's breast cancer. Yeah. How they discovered that is like, and they must Truly have seen the tumor. I don't know yeah. the tumor, but right, right, right. Uh, the scene in the show is traumatizing. Ugh. They basically tie the woman down. <gasps> Give her a mastectomy. No anesthesia. I don't remember this. It's this is insanity. awful. And this so, is Meryl Streep's daughter. No, this is oh, another, okay. this daughter. Is who's okay. played by another one. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, so Abigail's like, babe, I can't come <laughs> see you right now. Uh, so apparently, the daughter comes to them to die, which nice. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's whatever. Kind of I mean, they were sort of blissed out, I she's guess. She's just so happy to know. be with John. I just, I like the idea that they're still really in love after all these years. It's true. It's there was a sweet. lot of grandchildren that came afterwards. Yeah. Obvi- famously, um, her and, it's Barbara Bush, right, are the only two women to ever have yeah. be first lady and then be the mother of a president oh, as well. Well, cool. later on, we'll talk about John Quincy Adams, who later yeah. becomes president. Um but, you know, I think that they were ultimately surrounded by family and sort of, like, kept in the loop, but I think very much wanted to, like, stay out of the loop. You know, I think that, like, the... I, I do think that, like, John and Abigail were a bit revolutionary for their time and maybe, like, didn't totally fit in with the Washington crew quite yeah. yet. You know, or, not, and, or Philadelphia crew, you know, because I think that... Um, I don't even know if we would like them. I mean... I think we would like Abigail today, but I don't even know if we would like John that much today because he was so pro, right? Pro America at all costs. I you love know? thinking of that. Like I, yeah. I that is a thought. This is what I think about when I'm just living my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, like the Kennedys. Yes. We would hate them if right. I think like maybe right. not Bobby. I mean Bobby was like a little. I think he was like slightly anti-Semitic. Yeah, but um, because they just like love Catholicism <laughs> so they much. Really worried. But like when you think of the Kennedys, you're like, oh my god, there were these crazy Democrats. Like yeah, yeah Kennedys. Totally. But they were like kind of rich white assholes. Like. Ted Kennedy murdered someone. Like, truly. This I mean, Chad Pudding, we can't even talk. Not not even, no, you have to watch that movie. So if, I love Chad Pudding. So good. If we, if they exist now, I don't think we'd be like, oh my God, the I mean, what's his face? Yeah. Joe Kennedy the third just lost his Congress seat. So, or yeah. didn't win the Senate seat. So, yeah, because that, that, right, because it goes in and out of fashion, right? Like, yeah. that type, and people are just products of their time. And I think that, like, for Abigail and John, who were two little kids, who were both, like, born in America, but, like, yeah. such a new America. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it's, like, for them, like, this was this was the holy grail, like, living here. And it's, like, 
they wanted to kind of have that be yeah. it. And I think that, like, yeah, I don't know how much. I don't much... think we would have liked John, but I think Abigail's timeless. I'm going to be bold enough to say that. <gasps> cool. I think Abigail's I like timeless. That. I think we would have dug her. Her Remember the Ladies, to me, is Hillary Clinton's speech in China in 95 or whatever that was. Which is women's, women's rights, rights are human, human rights. rights. That's and right. human rights. That's right. right. So no, I think, I think that was, you know, and I think what's really done. cool about Abigail is that we have we have so much documentation to prove that this was her thoughts. These were her thoughts over and over and over again. It wasn't fleeting. Yeah. It wasn't like at one it's point it's consistent. She's consistent. She really thought that, and she could see that rules were getting made and they weren't benefiting her and her sisters. You know <sighs> what I mean? And like that is. Love that. That is wild. She could tell. She could tell it wasn't yeah. going to go her way. And so I think that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to do legacy and then we'll do advice? Yes. Quickly. So okay. the first sentence is my favorite is Abigail Adams was influential. Duh. <laughs> Said it all. That's what I think. That is what I think. Four words. That's we get to the point. Um, as we think back to the American Revolution, she is the only woman. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, I mean, how? That's amazing. I guess I've also, I mean, like, I wonder if she had like girlfriends, aside from Martha. Seems well, like I don't think she really liked Martha. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't exactly. No, no, no. She had to be friends with Martha because you had, to be, had you know, to be ladies who lunch. Right, right, I right. Think she really liked Thomas Jefferson. I know. Like, I, I they like were that they were buddies. Yeah. So, do you think they were sleeping together, or do you think John and Thomas were sleeping together? I mean, it is. Con- I think Thomas was a like I love I, I love the people like the person, not the package. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So I think he, he was like in love with spirits. Yeah. <sighs> Thomas that. Jefferson was in love with spirits. <laughs> He truly was. I think he, he is loved a his slaves. Literally monster. We'll talk about that next He's time. He's absolute monster. He loved his slave way too much. Yeah. Um loved John, obviously. Yeah. And I think he had a little fling with Abigail, if I only intellectually. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. let's see. She is also an exemplary person who tells us about women's lives in that time and what it was like to be not just the first lady or not just the wife of an American minister. Was he a minister? Did we miss that? Um, like, um, I think that you're using the term minister. Here. Oh, like, okay. Like, went to France. <laughs> I, I read that too first. I was like, what? <laughs> that was her dad, Will Got Smith. <laughs> that was Will Smith. But to be a wife, a mother, a sister, and a daughter. That's right. Like, I think that, Women like, hold so many fucking jobs. And we can't say this enough. No, and I think that... not only the first lady, you're all these things. That's right. Okay, you read the next one. Uh, what did they say? Oh, so the thing that I always think about with Abigail is the relationship, the partnership... That's right. ...between her and John. Without John, or without Abigail, there's no John. Without John, there's no Abigail. Holy God. That's like a really profound statement, I think, for people to say about a woman and her um, partner at this time. Who yeah, was the Yeah, in like president. the late 1700s. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's crazy. Who's the president? I mean, women, marriage was still an exchange of cows, I think. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, marriage, there was dowries, you know what I mean? Like, weird shit was still going on. Yeah. Yeah. And look, he can go off to be this great public person, you know, because of their relationship, which is exactly what she wanted. She just wanted her man to thrive. She wanted God to damn, what a support system she I know, was. I, I can know, only I know. strive to be that nice to my partner. <laughs> I usually hate my boyfriend and like, I just can't deal with him in three weeks, even if they were a great lawyer. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Advice, advice, pre and post. Okay, what would you give Abigail pre-first lady and, and Durant? Okay, pre-first lady... Pre-first lady, I would say, um, I know this isn't, like, good advice, and maybe it would, like, I want, I'm thinking of it in terms of, like, advice that I would give her, like, now. Yeah. It's, like, you should run for office, girl. Like, how cool would that be? Like, if she had been, like, no, I want to do this. I like that. Pre-first lady. Post-first lady, like, 
get a helper. You know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah. why are you cutting firewood? And why are you making the bullets? Like, get even just your kids. Like, and I'm not right, saying, like, an employee, yeah. even. Like, I'm just saying, like, a friend. Like, get a friend and a helper. Like, a mother's helper Get type a chore chart for the kids. Yeah, right, right, These right. These people have seven kids. Like, yeah. Like, like, use them. I know. Because, like, why is she in the dusty White House doing all these chores herself? That just feels unbelievable. Yeah. I like that. That's, That's Yeah, that'd be my advice. Okay, yeah. what about you pre and post first leading? Pre. Um, <laughs> get acupuncture for that. <laughs> I'm right at I'm really it really no really the acupuncture can go a long way. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, or yeah. or some sort of physical therapy for the arthritis. Right, right, I just right. feel like she was. I mean, God bless her for living that long. That's pretty impressive Seriously. to live with like this like really chronic <laughs> problem. Um, so I hope her hand feels better. Yes. Um, and then post or during um, oh, interesting. Um, continue to write letters and. And document everything, but you could do that on the train to go see your daughter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who's dying? Did they so have like, trains? They must have no, or oh, like horse, back. horse and buggy. Whatever. Even more time to write. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. go see your daughter. I think is yeah. the the real That's advice. A, and you can you can use that time for good. You no, know, if you're 100%. if you're like I'm gonna travel something forever. Yeah. Like no one likes to travel, but like uh, go see your daughter. I, I'm really concerned about that. And like maybe spell check, you know, because oh, I do think. Just, get a dictionary. Get to, I mean, yeah, I think it's a little, I mean, she must be so embarrassed I that know. all those like typos in her letters now, how embarrassed. I get mortified <laughs> when I realize there's a typo in like an Instagram story that I can't edit. Drama. So much drama. I don't want talk people about, to think I'm dumb. Talk about a letter. Instagram stories disappear in 24 hours, Liz. Talk they, about a letter. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, about a letter. Like, about okay. a letter from the 1700s. I mean, come on. That's in the, the Massachusetts historical study <laughs> drama. So much drama. It's been scanned. It's in every book. I'm talking about printing it and framing it. I hope there's a typo in Remember the Ladies. For sure. She put Z at the end. She's like, ladies. <laughs> Stop. She puts like a, a money sign. Let's never forget, Robert Will Smith was her father. Okay, Abigail, we love you. We're grateful for you. Feminist Thank icon. you for existing. Thank timeless. you for your time. Thank you for listening. <laughs>